Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 233 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we continue with August the 17th to August the 23rd, Helaman Chapters 1 to 6, The Rock of Our Redeemer. And we are continuing through this um, section which is titled Pride Separates Me from the Spirit and the Strength of the Lord. And today we're uh, moving into Helaman Chapter 4. Uh, and yeah, there is a, once again a lot uh, going on in in the history of the Nephites here. Uh, some more um, pride entering the church. Um, what's interesting is that it's in the fifteenth and fourth year of the judges these dissensions start to arise and contention, um, and the more rebellious part of the people are driven out of the land and they go to the Lamanites to try and stir up a war. But it's not until the fifteenth and sixth year, so two or so years later, that. Um, the Lamanites are successfully stirred up to anger against the Nephites. Now, one thing that teaches me is that the the result or the impact of our pride does not always come straight away. Um, there can be times where perhaps we're going through weeks or even months of being quite prideful. And then later we find that we, we receive a consequence. And sometimes we might not even see what that con- consequence was relating to because we're so lost in that pride then. Um, and that's when we start to question. That's when we start to lose our spirit, our connection with the spirit, spiritual side of our our lives. And then we we move away from the spirit even more, uh, and perhaps we leave the church, and perhaps we uh, discard those those things that seem to have brought us good things in the past, but now no longer do so. But that's because uh, that is sometimes how pride works. It gets us to a stage where we're moved away from the spirit. And then we see the negative impacts of our pride, perhaps later, rather than it being an instant um, um, impact. And so, you know, I think that sometimes in our lives we are very much based on this idea of, you know, instant uh, gratification. That, you know, we do something, we see the blessing, that's how it works. But that's not the way that the the, the, the Lord works. The blessings we receive, for the things we do today may not come for another five, ten years, but they will come. Uh, we we know that he will keep his promises, uh, and so we need to make sure that we are be, being aware of that. George Reynolds and Janie Matson Sajodal said this, quote, These years were some of the darkest in Nephite's history. Owing to their great pride and iniquity, the Lord left the people to themselves, and they became weak like unto the Lamanites, man for man. When war was commenced, the latter, being much more numerous, carried everything before them. Zarahemla, with its hallowed associations, its glorious temples, where the daily sacrifice was unceasingly offered, its proud palaces, its luxurious homes, its courts of justice, where the chief judge sat in magnificence of almost kingly authority to administer the law, Zarahemla, their queen city, the seat of their government, the centre of their civilization, the home of the high priesthood, was in the hands of their foes. Close quote. And that, I think sometimes we forget or we don't quite understand the impact uh, and the significance of the Lamanites uh, taking over the land of Zarahemla, obtaining possession of it, um, because we, we didn't live in that time. That We don't have that context. But yeah, it was the place to be, really. You know, everything that was important seemed to happen in Zarahemla. Uh, and all the things that was just mentioned in that quote uh, were, were in that place. And now they have lost it. And this will have been a, a um, an issue of real uh, upset for the Nephites because, um, as, as I say, it was a, an important place to them. Uh, Moronihar, um, then, it's interesting, it says that he, um, 
preaches many things to them, and also Nephi and Lehi, who are the sons of Helaman, and they start to repent, and they regain uh, some some of their lands. However, in verse 10, well, actually, I'll, I'll read it in verse uh, 16. It says, For when Moronihah saw that they did repent, he did venture to lead them from forth from place to place and from city to city, even until they had regained the one half of their property and the one half of their lands. So the people were brought to um, repentance, to humility, because of the great loss that they've just encountered. Uh, and they did go forward uh, with Moronihah. But um, the only reason, the, the only thing they were able to get was, was half of their lands back. Um, now, I'm not saying that this is always going to be the case if we uh, succumb to pride that we're going to lose half of everything. Uh, in some cases, you know, with repentance, we are able to receive a restitution of all things. Um, but, you know, we have to be aware that if we are prideful uh, with a certain amount of possessions and then we lose a number of those possessions, we may not expect to get them back because we might dip into that cycle of pride again. In verse 11, um, it says, Now this great loss of the Nephites and the great slaughter which was among them would not have happened if had it not been for their wickedness and their abomination which was among them. Yea, and it was among those also who professed to be uh, the church of God, to belong to the church of God. Um, yeah, it's once again, you know, we see that and it's that phrase that uh, that Mormon likes to use. And thus we see uh, that, you know, this pride can lead, and wickedness can lead to great destruction and suffering. Um, and I suppose that when we think of the pride cycle, we need to think of it where we go through humility and repentance, that which leads to greater righteousness and prosperity. And then we try and cut out the pride and go straight back to humility and repentance. And that's why we talk about repentance so much. Not because we're all sinful people, although we all, we all do sin, uh, but because, you know, no matter what position we are in, no matter how um, prosperous or righteous we are, and remember, prosperous doesn't just mean wealthy or material things, but it also means in a spiritual sense. Um, no matter how prosperous or righteous we are, we always need to be daily repenting. We always need to be going back through that gospel, those gospel steps and um, renewing ourselves and cleansing ourselves. Uh, well, I say ourselves, um, being cleansed through the atonement of Jesus Christ. Um, as we move forward, uh, we see that uh, a greater explanation by Mormon about how, you know, these, these Nephites at this time had had ignored the laws of God, had ignored the law, the law of, Mo, the law of Mosiah, Mosiah, and they become corrupt. And then in verse 23, it says, and because of their iniquity, the church had begun to dwindle and they began to disbelieve in the spirit of prophecy and in the spirit of revelation and the judgments of God which did stare them in the face. This is a really important concept. Not only can we lose some of our possessions or uh, or that kind of thing, or lose the strength of the Lord uh, when we are in pride, but we also lose the spirit, which is, of course, what the title says. But this uh, indicates that in pride, we start to perhaps be a bit cynical or we perhaps start to disbelieve the spirit of prophecy. Perhaps we feel that we don't need it. Perhaps we don't feel that we recognize it in our lives because things are going okay. Um, you know, and I think that pride is so dangerous because it's so difficult to detect. You know, I'm sure there's many of us in our lives that have felt, oh, things are going great. You know, things are doing really well. Is that, in a sense, uh, partly to do a, a part of pride to, to think that, oh, things are OK now? Like, because we need to have the Savior with us. We need to always be trying to improve and change and repent. Uh, in verse 23, we see that, that the people began to disbelieve the spirit of prophecy. 
perhaps when we feel cynical about a decision that a church leader has made or uh, or doubtful about a, a uh, promise that is made. Uh, and when I say a church leader, it could be a prophet, it could be an apostle, it could be a bishop, or it could be a state president, or an elder quorum president, or a relief society president, or whoever it is. Um, we need to um, try and see that uh, the spirit of prophecy does still work and in, invites us to change. Um, president Boyd K. Packer said this, quote, There are those within the church who are disturbed when changes are made with, with which they disagree or changes they propose are not made. They point to these as evidence that leaders are not inspired. Two things characterize them. They are always irritated by the word obedience and, and always they question revelation. It has always been so. Close quote. So I think that um, there is an importance in recognizing when thing if things happen or don't happen in the church that we uh, that we feel should or shouldn't happen, uh, it does not mean that those leaders are not inspired, and it doesn't even mean that what we want to happen is wrong. It just means that the time is not right, uh, and so we need to uh, make sure that we are not so prideful to think that our way or, or our our way of thinking is the only way. Uh, and and the correct way, as it were. Uh, so we'll stop it there. Uh, tomorrow we'll, we'll move into Helaman chapter 5, and we will uh, look mainly at the, the start of it, uh, when Helaman is starting to teach his sons Nephi and Lehi, and then we'll spend the last couple of days uh, looking at looking back at Helaman 3 uh, for a bit that I uh, skipped out on purpose to focus on, and then also the remaining verses of Helaman 5. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, please do share, review, rate, subs subscribe to the podcast. All these things would be wonderful. You can uh, join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. It's been great to hear a couple of comments on there recently. So please do share your thoughts on what's shared on there. That'd be wonderful. And share what you've been studying. I'd love to hear that. And then uh, there's also the email. You can email session at, at gmail.com if you'd like to join in a future podcast episode as well. Thank you for your time. And until we meet again.